Hello, everyone. Welcome to Football with the Boys podcast. This is episode 73. And week 9 has concluded, especially in the week 10, with the games uh, starting tomorrow night, Colts versus Titans. So let's recap week 9. Um, unfortunately, I lost to Lloyd again. I won 4 against Lloyd in the last four times we played, so that's frustrating. And I can't do anything about it until next year, which sucks. But a good game for Watson. Bell shut the bed. Decent points from Jacobs. Hopkins was a disappointment this week. Diggs was solid. DJ Moore, um, not a disappointing week. John, who actually plays football, has a touchdown. Brandon Cooks has been solid since the uh, firing of Bill O'Brien and Texans defense, uh, only four points. Lloyd had Derek Carr, Gurley with another um, 53-yard game and one touchdown. James White pretty much did nothing until the end of the game. Michael Thomas didn't need to do anything against the Bucks. Jacoby Myers was balling out against the Jets. J.D. McKissick is... The Redskins number one running, or sorry, oop, fucked that up. J.D. McKissick is the Washington football team's number one running back. Darren Mahler, um, five catches, 22 yards, a touchdown. And Lloyd had Ravens defense. So, fortunately, take an L, could have really uh, used that win. But, unfortunately, it is what it is. Cox destroyed uh, Brian by 20 or by 18 points. Um, Murray was amazing. Cemetery sucks. Gordon sucks. Jerry Judy had a nice game. Murray Cooper had an okay game against the Steelers. Tyree Kill had an amazing game. Jordan Reed really sucks. And funny. Um, when we get the waivers, Brian has already dropped him. Corey Davis with a goose. Negative points for the Jets' defense. Chris Cox, 24 points from Matty Ice. Kamara with 16. McKinnon with almost 16. Levante Adams balled out against the Niners on Thursday night. Another DK Metcalf week. Evans with a poopy performance. Our poopy performance from Andrews and David Johnson. David Johnson got hurt. And the Washington football team is seven points. Brian is now five and four. And Chris Cox is seven and two. Moving on, wasn't much of a matchup this week. Sean Tower of 2019 champions destroyed uh, Keith. They had an amazing game from Josh Allen. CMC came back, and now he's hurt again. Allen Robinson with decent performance. Deontay Johnson actually finished the whole game. A.J. Brown who was, uh, with 24 points. Hawkinson with a, another touchdown game. E.J. Dallas, 12 points. Giants defense, 12 points. And for Keith... 
Ronald Jones was shitty. They were getting blown out. Adam Thielen doesn't need to play on offense because Dalvin Cook's the offense. DJ Chark bought out. Trent Taylor, two points. Noah Fant got hurt. Uh, Antonio Brown with only six points. And Titans defense, 15. Colin Tyler are now 7-2. Keith falls the 5-4. Jimmy beat uh, Kevin this week. Good game from Rodgers. Justin Jackson didn't play. Dalvin Cook, monster game. Julio with a decent day. Lockett with only eight points. Robbie Anderson, who's the number one wide receiver in Carolina. 15 points. Kelsey with 28. Godwin got hurt. I guess they're still hurt. And Chiefs defense was zero. And the league winner 2019 has been kind of disappointing this week. Or not this week, this year. He only threw 170 yards. Chase met Edmonds with 70 yards. Jonathan Taylor has been really disappointing. Scary Terry with 28. Mike Williams with 13. I think he got hurt in that game too. Uh, with 15, Ingram 15, Lindsay with 2, and Packers defense with 8. Uh, Jimmy 7 2, Kevin is now 4 and 5. And speaking of 4 and 5, Sean Cox defeated Charlie 109 to 79. This was kind of a disappointing matchup for everyone with all players involved in this matchup. So, but uh, Sean beat Charlie. And moving on to the final matchup where Amanda gets her first win. She beat Dum Dum by almost by uh, five points exactly. And that is the week nine recap. Getting really tight. Uh, Jimmy is in first place with seven and two. Along with Chris Cox behind him, Sean Tyler at three, Keith at four, Brian at five. I'm at six. I got the head-to-head victory over Sean at Sean's in seventh. Keith, uh, Kevin at eight. Uh, almost said Brandy. Amanda at nine. Charlie at ten. Dum Dum at eleven. And unfortunately, Lloyd's at twelve. So that is. The week nine recap. So, we did have a couple trades. Um, so, the small trade that shouldn't have really happened to begin with Jimmy traded me uh, Tony Pollard for Mike Gusecki last night, as uh, you all know of now, obviously. But I dropped Janu and then I was planning on keeping Gusecki and uh, Hooper, I thought I canceled that trade, but after the news of Preston Williams gone on IR, Jimmy uh, quickly uh, accepted that trade. So that's a total uh, L on my bad there. So um, I decided to drop Jonu because it just felt like, yeah, he's been a uh, top 10 tight end, but now since Taylor Luan's out for the year, he's been blocking a lot more, and it seems like, for the last few weeks, Tannehill hasn't been throwing the ball a lot. And when he does throw it, it's the A.J. Brown. And the 
I think the backup tight end has been uh, getting some more targets than Jono, so just felt like it was time to move on. So, and then um, Dum Dum traded Jarrett McKinnon and Mark Andrews for C, or sorry, he traded uh, CEH to Chris for Jarrett McKinnon and Mark Andrews. Um, I don't know how I feel about this trade. Interesting trade. I feel like if he would have, if Dum Dum would have um, made it public that he was actually available. I feel like he could have got a, a better return. Granted, he is two and seven, but uh, so it might not matter. The you know, players he gets isn't really going to help him anyway, since he's already too far behind. But I feel like he still could have got a better return of players who maybe find someone that has good keeper value, even if we. I know there's a lot of rumors of us not doing keepers next year, but if we do. He could have um, potentially found a decent uh, value in a keeper. but um, So it sounds like Mostert is coming back soon. Might not play this week. So at best, he gets a, another running, he gets a running back that's going to be splitting carries. And then Mark Andrews has been a complete bust this year. So I don't know. I feel like Chris gets, Chris gets the... Uh, better part of this trade and uh doesn't really help them much so go on to waivers so the biggest um money spent on was duke johnson i kind of thought he might be going for more than 12 dollars uh so he was awarded to kevin with 12 amanda had a 10 dollar bid jimmy was seven Keith with two, Tyler and Tom with one, and Lloyd and Dum Dum with zero. Um, it's hard to acquire running backs. Um, it's definitely hard to acquire them in trade. And so, the really, the only way you can get, you know, a solid running back is off waivers. But for this situation here with Duke Johnson, I feel like it might be a one week. Uh, solution and you're probably end up starting them but may not even feel great about them and then david johnson's gonna come back anyway so i wasn't really interested even even for a zero dollar bid so see how it plays out uh man to drop ty hilton added randall cobb um dum dum added tua dropped julian Allen. Seems like he could have uh, dropped Julian Edelman uh, weeks ago, but probably didn't hear. There's actually three bids for two, uh, Dum Dum with 10, Sean with $1, and Tyler and Sean with $0. Wayne Gallman. Wayne Gallman was my top priority this week. I had a $5 bid on him, and obviously Charlie was awarded uh, Wayne Gallman with $9 bid, and Keith had a $0 bid. Just don't feel great about Devontae Freeman. He's old. He didn't have a training camp. Now he's hurt. So I don't know. I wouldn't if I was Brian, I wouldn't feel great about uh Devontae Freeman. Um Brian had a seven or he added the Saints defense for seven dollars, dropped Jordan Reed, 
spent, I think it was $20 last week on Reed, and now here he is dropping them. Um, Jimmy had a $2 bid, Keith, myself, and Chris Cox with a $0 bid. And Chris Cox dropped the football team's defense for the Dolphins' defense. The Dolphins play the Chargers. $2 bid. This was an interesting move, too. Lloyd drops Mark Ingram. Picks up Nelson Aguilar. But um, I feel like there might be a decent amount of interest in Ingram. We'll see how waivers go tomorrow. But I feel like he could have got something in return for him instead of just dropping him. He hasn't played in a while, but it's hard. You know, just like I said before, it's hard to um, find any running back off waivers or, you know, off waivers that has value. And I feel like once Ingram's healthy, he'll have a, still have a decent role in offense too. I added uh, DeAndre Washington chance that uh, – Maybe Washington ends up being the best running back in Miami over Matt Breida. We'll see. Take a shot on him. Fuck it. And Dunham added Cordell Patterson, who uh, is eligible to play wide receiver and running back on your roster. And I added uh, Vikings defense for $0. So that is waivers. Um, sounds like, according to uh, Sleeper, our trade deadline is sounds like it's either Monday after all the games are played. That is, so I guess Tuesday, technically the trade deadline. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. So a little dry. Always a lot of conversation going on, as per usual for myself, but. Um, trying to, I'm interested in packaging maybe Brandon Cooks and DJ Moore for either. Um, uh, it's hard to really trade tight ends, I guess, because I feel like all the tight ends this year have been the same except Kelsey and like Waller. But um, maybe do a two for one if someone needs wide receiver depth. Maybe add a you know running back. I don't know. I want to add something, but I'm not really sure what I want to add. So um, I guess hit me up. Clock is ticking, and um, don't really have anything else for you guys. It's been a disappointing few weeks in the uh, Fanduel world. Just seems like we just uh, keep burning ten dollars every week. Um, let's look at the slate of games for week 10. All right, so the Colts. The Colts are uh, favored to win by one point. Um, kind of like the, Tex- the Texans on the road, money line, uh, plus 152. Eagles are obviously favored. Um, uh, Packers are minus 900 G's. 
Hmm. I also like the the Bills money line here, plus one fourteen on the road, uh, traveling um, from the east to the west coast, which isn't ideal, but it's also a four o'clock game, so um, it's, I guess in some ways uh, it won't be. I don't think it's gonna be too bad. The over unders at fifty six. Oh, I like the Bills at the. Even at plus two, they're getting two points. That's minus one of six. Um, Broncos, uh, yeah, the Broncos plus four and a half is interesting. Kind of like the Chargers outright, too. They have the money line at plus 118 right now. Um,. Seahawks are Seahawks are dogs on the road. What? They're also getting two points. Over under that fifty five and a half. Hmm. Yeah. So I actually like the I like the Seahawks plus one ten. I like the Chargers outright. Uh, plus 118. Bills money line. And, and the Texans money line. So this is a four, and this is a four leg uh, parlay here. It's plus 2,369. $10 down right now would win you uh, oh Mike just fell there sorry guys um so ten dollars ten dollars down right now would win you uh two hundred and thirty six dollars and eighty eight cents so interesting might I think I'm gonna lock it in now and uh good odds but um I think since uh since the mic fell, I guess it's probably time to time to wrap it up. So, until uh, next episode, talk to you guys later, and good luck to everyone in Week Ten. Deuces.